Welcome to False Bottom Girls, a podcast about the wonderful yet sometimes confusing world of beer and brewing. Hi, I'm Rachel Hudson, owner of Pilot Brewing and an Advanced Cicerone. Hi, I'm Jen Blair, sensory expert, home brewer, and Advanced Cicerone. Man, this morning I was like jazz. I was like, all right, we're going to talk about attenuation. And I was like singing a song and I was like, attenuation. I don't know why, because that's what the beat that comes to my head when I say the word attenuation. I can, yeah. that makes a little sense. Like it's like, yeah. but then it's and done. Then, and then I was like, attenuation, attenuation, fluctuation, attenuation, fluctuation, da, da, da. <laughs> this is what I was doing in my head all morning. And then I was like, maybe I'll use AI to write a poem about flocculation and attenuation <laughs> but i got too busy and couldn't do it okay <laughs> at work like doing my job sure so. like running a business i yeah. get it i was like ah priorities right there will be no <laughs> artificial intelligence but on this show there's no intelligence of any kind artificial or real because you know i started thinking you know how you start thinking about one thing and it leads to like this whole other world and realm of what the fuck why how does your hit get so that's how that all happened that was I my see. morning just you know average day <laughs> the head of rachel <laughs> uh yeah my head right now is like stats um commercial examples and then like that old black and white cartoon of like the cow playing the ukulele but like yeah. that's basically yeah <laughs> my brain right now so welcome yeah, everyone to false bottom girls. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. This has been one of the hardest episodes for Jen and I because we can't get it together. Yeah. We're like our head is just in this mush stage of trying to retain information for our master test. We were like, what are we talking about? What it, you know those um memes that you see and or like gifts or whatever a little I don't even know but on social. And it's like the guy yelling at the girl, like, what do you want to eat? She's like, I don't know. He's like, what do you want? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is us trying to figure out what to talk about. Right. Because at, at one point, you know, or on one hand, we've talked about a lot. So there's a little bit of decision fatigue that comes with like, you know, covering, not covering things. And then on the other hand, we're so tired and like... <laughs> The things that we need to like study on it, it don't make for interesting episodes. Like we're talking about attenuation and flocculation and important, thus important. It's not the most sexy episode topic, you know, but we're just, we're exhausted. And um, so <laughs> this is what you get today. We're going to talk about, about right. attenuation and flocculation in a exhausted manner. But, right. um, and I just woke up from a nap. So it is very, yeah. Likely that I will think that I dreamed this. So we're like low flocculators right now. We're Are not we detenuating. Well, I think we're not doing a good job. Oh, okay. So we're low. <laughs> and we're... We're still in suspension. We're Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and then, uh, which we're going to make for a low attenuation. So that's our state of mind. We're low flockers at the moment, but yeah, <laughs> take it away, low flocker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did I already say that this is False Bottom Girls? If I this didn't, this is the False Bottom Girls. You probably knew. Yeah. Um, I am also at that stage of study brain where I forget what I'm talking about in the middle of my sentence and also what I just said. So I was in a meeting earlier this week and was like, here's what I've been up to lately. And I think I just completely repeated myself. Like I said, here's what I'm up to. <laughs> and then I was like, what else am I up to? And then I just started all over again. Like, uh, <laughs> the skinny marink song they're like jade are you feeling okay you're like no not ever right yeah well that's what i was like (laughs) look we're like 42 days at the time we're 42 days from master so like in 44 days i may be a little smarter stop doing that to yourself the countdown (laughs) it's not healthy to know that sometimes i just need to know because it helps it helps motivate at the calendar you aren't like, ah, three and a half weeks or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know because. Oh, do you want me to tell you? No. <laughs> I don't know because I'll go look at the calendar and count the days. <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite websites, Days Between Dates. Tell me about that. Um, It's a website and it's called, I think it's called timeanddate.com. But what but it has all kinds of calculators on it. And it's also got a time zone converter. But I like it for counting the days until the master exam. <laughs> or if it's like... You, the fact you know, that you even like... This is not... Clearly, this is not your first time counting. Why would it be? You're <laughs> well into your life. Right. <laughs> like, but yes. No, I would expect nothing less. Yes, of course. You you probably torture yourself with day countdowns. Every, with everything. Um, not really. Mostly master. That's good. That's good. stuff. Um, So I don't, I don't know what days that I will measure. I know nothing out. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Well, at least you don't have these multiple countdowns. Like, could you imagine the stress load? Like, oh my god. Right. Where? Yeah. It's like 155 days until. Maybe that's why I would not do something like that because I do like between like Pier Week and Master Cicero to like. I would have a lot of countdowns and I don't want that in my life. Right. I'd rather just not know and deal with it as crisis come. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Listen, we'll see. (laughs) We might tell you that we're talking about this today and we may never get there. And you're going to listen to the end. And they're like, all right. That was the end of our uh, show. Thanks for joining us. This is False Bottom Girls. And we make the Bruin world go round. See ya. And you're just going to be like, what was that? The most epic episode ever. That's what. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. So here we are. I mean, we we talked about other things to talk about, but we were really like, I got nothing. I was like, Rachel, maybe we talk about study. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I study when I have moments of time that allow me to. Right. You know what I did do that was very helpful was in Quizlet, I made my flashcards for for everything. Um, and I did that like four months ago when I was like, I'm going to start studying. Yeah, now. that's good. Which I did not do, but I made them. So that yeah. was something. But on Quizlet, you can pay for like, there's the free version. And then they, you know, there's the paid version. So with the free version, they have like a matching game that you can do. Mm-hmm. And I was doing yep. that. But since I have like, 
ABV, IBU, SRM, all of that in like one group of flashcards is, I mean, yeah. it's pretty easy. Like if you're like, what's the apparent attenuation of alt beer and what's the ABV of white IPA? Like there's not yeah. like a whole lot of like gamesmanship in there. So I upgraded to the paid version. And with that, you can actually test yourself and you can mm -hmm. do like true or false, multiple choice. Uh, I, th I think you can do like fill in the blank and uh, I've been doing that like at night when I, you know, at night when everybody like rewards themselves for looking at their medium screen by watching the big screen while holding a little screen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at that time of night when I'm like, I've, yeah. I've scrolled to the bottom of Instagram and then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I have this game, quote unquote, on my phone. And so I was like, OK, this fills this role where like I'm studying mm -hmm. still by yeah. doing these flashcards as a test every night and I'll set it to like a hundred questions or something and just sit there and answer them um, which is also good because I've gotten obviously the more I do it the more improved I get at it so now it's like oh I'm getting I'm consistently getting all of these stats correct yeah. which is a good feeling so then it's like oh I can I can go to bed and have little Sweet dreams like that. from this passive studying that I've been doing. All right, and that's I, a good that's a good idea. Fuck calculation and attenuation right now. Let's right. go ahead and talk our study strategies. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, that one is really good too for like <laughs> when I'm on a flight. Yes, it is. Every time I travel, I'm like, oh, like this last time, I think I brought three books with me. I don't know why I brought them because as soon as I get on the airplane, I read until like until we take off and then mm -hmm. I can watch trash television on yeah. <laughs> on the monitors yeah so like as everybody's you. boarding they're like oh look at this very smart lady who's reading a book and then it's I'm like RuPaul's Drag Race as soon as like <laughs> as soon as we're up in the air uh, but that is really really handy to have because then like I'm still again I'm still studying but yeah. I'm just kind of like looking at my phone and I don't have to put anything away or pack anything up yeah, I have a uh, Quizlet to like the paid version as well, but I did not realize. So I guess maybe a couple years ago, I upgraded. And so I guess for a long time, I just thought, well, that's just how the app works, you know, whatever. And then like, you know, my husband is the one that makes all the money because brewery doesn't. So like, I just signed <laughs> up. And I don't know what's happening. So uh, he one time, like months ago, he was like, you still use this uh, Quizlet? I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, well, I mean, the paid version. I was like, oh, I pay for it. <laughs> oh, you paid for it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yes, I do. Please do not mess with that. <laughs> like, I, I did not realize, but uh, yes, please leave that in the state that it is. Also, Jen, I would like to subscribe to your Quizlet cards, if that's okay. Yeah, I think. Do I have? Is that something I have to do? No, no. no. I mean, I don't know. I'll go look. I'll let you okay. know. I don't I think, think so. I, I do think I, think I actually I, have mine set to like public or something private. Yeah. I think if it's private, I have to just like request it. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've even looked at it. I did see uh, one of our listeners, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, He's Scott. got Quizlet cards on there. He's got like sets. So like one time I, I've seen a couple, like I've looked through a couple of your sets, Scott. Okay. There. I she has it. feedback. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But there, last time I remember like a couple months I tried to look through one it was like you must ask Scott's permission and I was like oh fuck well, I don't want to <laughs> deal with that right now 
So maybe later, you know, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, there's something like that, but yeah. So uh, how, what other study strategies have you been doing that are good for you? The ones that have been really good for me, I I'm very much like writing things down rather than yeah. typing, which is generally true for everyone. Yeah. And I, I lost my train of thought again. Um, Give me a second. That's okay. That's our type of day. And right. type of episode. What, so one of the things that I think was most helpful for me that I learned from Joe, Master Sister and Joe, was between, uh, I think maybe his second and third attempt, he said he did more research on how to learn effectively rather than like most of his studying went to learning how to learn effectively. And that was something that I started doing um, I guess maybe between like the first and second times that mm -hmm. I took master, I, I did a little bit before I um, took it for the first time, but I, one book that I really, really liked, uh, like is called make it stick. And I listened to the audio version of it. And then I got the, the actual hard copy version, but it is about like, these are effective learning strategies. Mm -hmm. And it's, it was so helpful, but one of them is active recall. And mm -hmm. that was something like, I'm not a flashcards person. I never really uh, have been. Yeah. And for me, I would always say like making the flashcards is what, where the benefit is, but that's actually doing the flashcards is yeah. where the benefit is for people. Uh, so I don't, I still don't like I have flashcards. I make them, I never look at them, but what worked for me that I started doing when I was studying for advanced was making worksheets and Rachel, I know you've seen my worksheets where the it's like, I have them for like ABV, IBU, SRM, and apparent mm -hmm. average apparent attenuation with, I have two different styles. So I have one worksheet where it's the, all of the ABVs listed in, and right now that this, the worksheets I have, they're all listed in like sequential order. So, you know, lowest ABV to highest mm -hmm. ABV. And the style section is blank. So going in and writing down, you know, I don't know, wit beer is 4.5 to 5.5. Yeah. And then I have them also where it's the styles, but the ABVs are blank. So I do, I do mm -hmm. that both ways of going through and writing what those are. And I do that for like ABV until I get to where I'm consistently getting, getting everything correct. And then I moved to IBU and then SRM. And this week I did apparent attenuation and what I, again, like I'll, I'll do the blank beer style ones until I start getting all of those. And then I'll switch to writing the ABV for each one mm -hmm. and doing that with all of them. And so now that I've gotten to where I'm consistently getting all of those stats, right. I like, I've, I've moved from doing that every morning to, uh, to doing style comparisons, but that like every morning at, you know, like eight or eight 30, I do commercial examples. We all know how I feel about commercial examples. <laughs> uh, so I set aside 30 minutes every morning and just pick like four to five styles and learn. I don't learn five examples from three different countries because I'm just not going to do that. And I just pick like these styles I go through, I, you know, look up, like I look in the style guidelines and then I'll look online 
to get like a country of origin for them. Or, you know, if it's like English styles, then I'll look and see if Hogshead has an English has that style. Mm -hmm. And I have like those kinds of like American breweries because those are the ones I can remember. Uh, Like I'm not going to remember something from, you know, like, I don't know, the Ukraine that they made a a Rauk beer once. So I do that. And then I take an index card, like I flip everything over that I just wrote. And then I write the index card of these are the commercial examples that I just learned. And Mm -hmm. I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at noon every day. And I don't do this at exactly noon, but when the alarm goes Mm -hmm. off or shortly thereafter, I just get a sheet of paper and I write all of those again and like compare to see how well I remember them. And then now the list is getting really long of commercial examples that I've learned, but I will usually write all of the commercial examples from like the past three days and just do that each day so now they're much more yeah you know it's now I'm like oh this is this is actually something that I can do and I started with the styles where like I could never keep the bitters the bitter family straight like which one is which so started with the ones that like stress me out the most and yeah now I'm getting now I'm getting to like the the American the U.S. styles, those I left until last because I'm most familiar with them. And I'm also not going to look for like who makes an American IPA, you know, in Finland or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've been doing that like 30 minutes with that. And then usually about like 45 minutes to an hour with the stats at, like every single morning. And so yeah. that's that's been so helpful because then th- those are the things that I know that I need to work on each time and so it's like okay I've started my day doing the thing that I didn't want to do and it's manageable Mm -hmm. so that's been like so much of where my brain power has been going and with the style comparisons I have my beer style comparison chart or I'll use the BJCP study guide and just a random number generator and like pick out whatever that pairing is and go through and write the stats and write commercial examples and then write like a compare and contrast mm-hmm. between them. But when I do that, I also, that's when I go through the guidelines and read each one of the styles because I haven't like, I haven't sat down to like read the styles in the guidelines for years. Yeah. I know what you mean. And yeah, that's, that's, that's been good to like get my head into that space because the, the you know, the stuff like the water chemistry, I, I get that. I'm confident in that. So I don't need to spend that much time mm-hmm. reading through that. Like I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll well, you've taken the, the test, stuff. right. You know, you know how it goes, you know, your weakness. Right. right. Exactly. And so that's this time that's been my strategy is really focusing on the places where I know if I would have done it in the first place, I wouldn't have missed those two points, you yeah. know, and then like just going in, knowing that I actually took the time to learn some commercial examples is already like, yeah. okay, I'm in a better frame of mind and I'm, I won't be mad at myself or frustrated during the exam that yeah. I, that I didn't do these things and thought that it would work again. I know. <laughs> I get you. It's, it's, it's rough to learn all those examples or like the stats. I learned them in the sets of uh style. 
like like standard American beer, international oh, okay. pale. So I just learned all those together in one set, and my brain can visualize the chart, right? Better that way. Yeah, and that's Does how that makes sense. Yeah, that's how I've learned with like the worksheets that I do is when I'm doing something like the style comparisons and I'm going to write everything down, I can picture in my mind yeah. on like on this worksheet that I made, this is page one or page two, or this is left column or right column. And I know that let's talk, let's say like average apparent attenuation. I know mm -hmm. that on page one of my worksheet, the very last average apparent attenuation number on the left-hand side is 75. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so like in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I know that this yeah. This average apparent attenuation of we heavy is less than old ale. And it's, it's mm -hmm. I make those associations in my mind that make sense to me because then exactly. I can be like, okay, well, I know that old ale and um, now I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like, like Scottish British export Australia. have the yeah. same average apparent attenuation. And I know that they're more than this, which is 71. So then it's like, okay, now I've got it between like 72 and 74, but yeah. I know it's not 74. So that makes it 73, right? Like I can, that's not the average apparent attenuation of we heavy, but I can do that in my head. So yeah, yeah, like you said, I can picture, okay, this is on the second page of my worksheet because it's really easy to remember the like the super low alcohol and the super high alcohol and the super low bitterness and super high bitterness and then but then it's just like everything in between yeah is like what's Hellas Bach up to yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah well, one thing I've really I've done differently this time is um as I've like because all in my note cards with my stats I'll write some commercial examples too and as I gathered those I like also has this list of like Sierra Nevada beers. So every yes. Sierra Nevada beer is going on that list, which has been helpful because now I can glance at this list and kind of spend time with that and be like, okay, I remember seeing, you know, 15 different beer beers on it. And now I have these examples in my head where right. before, like a menu, that's what really helps me. Like when I worked at Capitol Hill House, because I was always looking at that beer menu. Always. I was the beer buyer for a long time. I was right. literally marking it things that were out and things that were new. So uh, I had so many like, God, I would have done. I would have killed it at that stage of my life. I had so many commercial examples <laughs> in my head and it still helps. I still remember a lot of them, but like I just had so many more like you could you would ask me any style. I just think go to my the menu in my head and I could just read the menu in my head because I've spent right. so much time with it. So that's basically what I'm trying to create with this list. It's like basically a menu again. Yeah, I know? like that idea a lot. And that's, I had started doing that at one point, I think when I was taking advanced and I've thought about that before because like devil's backbone has mm -hmm. a lot so many, of yeah. like loggers and things like that, where yeah. it's like, okay, here's a good resource. And like you, you had texted our group chat the other day to be like, Hey, Baltica. Yeah. It's Russian yes. brewery. They brew Scott. every single Everything. style. <laughs> yeah. And most of them are like Baltica seven. So it's like, you mm -hmm. can, you can say Baltica, you can guess a number. Yeah. <laughs> right. <you> might be right. <laughs> um, if you actually like beer advocate, if you go to their website, you can mm -hmm. pull up a page by brewery and it will list all their beers. Like just right there. Yeah. List for you. So cuts out a lot of work of, searching around websites and stuff like that but 
Right. That's um, really good. I'm glad that you brought that up because I don't like Beer Advocate since it's part of Next Glass, but their website is helpful because they also have the, like, they have a list of beer styles. Yeah. So if I can't find something in the BJCP guidelines or from like, you know, again, like Hogshead or something that yeah. I can go to that, go to the beer style yeah. list, read down it. And then yep. I've done that where it's like, oh, I've seen this brewery a couple of times. And so I'll click on that to look at the list of what else they yeah. have because yeah, like I can remember Baltica. Yeah. That's an and, easy and you're like, and it's in Russia. So and when, you know, for anyone who doesn't understand why we need to know <laughs> so many from different countries, it's like part of the test. They want you to be able to, like they say, to know a wide range from multiple countries. So like, this is the master. This isn't, yes, you have to know that stuff. It gets, it gets detailed. But um, so we try to do the best we can to remember what we can as easily as we can. And Baltica right. is a great way to do that. <laughs> yeah. And that's I, I know that I am very outspoken about the needing to know five different commercial examples from three different yeah. countries. And that's definitely something that I changed about my outlook this time is one we haven't historically gotten any questions that are like name five different commercial examples of new yeah. from three different countries. It's usually at most you're asked about two or maybe three. Yeah. And you still get partial credit if you say like, I can't think of another one outside of Germany, but here's a German one. Yeah. So for me, I'm, I'm a terrible all or nothing thinker. So like, I just wasn't doing it at all because I don't think that that's a good use of my time. Yeah. And this time was like, okay, well, I know that I need to learn these because this is the reason why I didn't pass last time. And also I do think it's important to understand who are the classic producers and for ones that aren't in the United States, for me as somebody who lives in the United States, who, who, who in the U S is doing a version of this. Mm -hmm. I do think that's important to know. So that's just reframing that in my mind this time has been very helpful because then it's like, okay, now I'm not spending time doing the dumb stuff, but I am learning like hot back summer lightning is the beer style that created the British golden ale, you know, and then it's like, yeah. Oh, well, that's a cool thing to know. And now I'll remember that as a commercial example. Yeah. And as I'm making that list too, of commercial examples, like the one that we have, Jen and I have this shared folder for master sister study stuff, but in that, like, as I actually finished, finished that list actually, yeah. but I was some of the styles I, I just didn't even like, I think Scottish light and export and heavy. I, I did not, I found American examples and I found Scottish examples. I did not right. go searching because I, I looked on the beer advocate list. And when, if you're not seeing it on the first page, yeah. <laughs> master Cicerone probably isn't pulling from it either. Right. It's probably kinda, not important for you to know. That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, you know, I even looked on the second page and I was like, if I'm not. And I will say another thing about Beer Advocate, they are like a good resource for finding these commercial examples. But you do need to take in their style guidelines are like not exactly like BJCP. Right. So they group some things together that BJCP doesn't. So if you're not really paying attention to detail you might get something wrong if you're trying to pull from that um i could 
let me take, I, I got it pulled up like right here in front of me. Let me take, give you a good example of, let's see, God, what was I doing last night? Uh, oh, a stout. There's a good stout one. That was a good example. Tropical stout. Tropical stout is not its own category. Mm. Um, but a lot of tropical stout examples are under the foreign export stout category. Right. So like lion stout is like the second one on there. So that if you are learning, studying for Cicerone, you're trying to distinguish between those two things, for an example, that is something that you need to look out for and do a little extra research into. Right. And that happens a couple of times I was noticing throughout when I was looking at them. Yeah, no, that's definitely good to know. And another thing that I've, for me, with like the style comparisons or writing the stats, another benefit of that is just building up my hand strength and stamina. Yeah. Oh my God. Because oh my that's God. something that Please so let many us people type this test. That's something oh. that I, I think all of us overlook is that you're spending three hours, yeah. two days in a row handwriting and yeah. most of us don't spend that much time handwriting anymore so your hand gets numb and sore and, and the, you and have the to handwriting like looks it. awful yeah like. at the end of yeah the end of day two I have to imagine like I know that mine is like five words per line because it's basically me like holding yeah. my <laughs> forearm trying to make my hand move my handwriting is so ugly yeah so right big. You're like scratching things out. You're like, no, 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 not that. Like, right. <laughs> and like the first essay is, you know, like, I don't know, like, alas and anon ye morning <laughs> summer children with like calligraphy and it's so nice and neat. And then, yeah, the last one is just like, uh. <laughs> so the I tried to do a lot of things where I'm handwriting or for this episode that we're not doing on flocculation and attenuation. I tried we'll to long next form. Time. Yeah, I like I long form write that stuff out because it helps me get my hand ready yeah. and just kind of like takes out another factor of the yeah. day that is going to cause so stress i remember taking the events and some guy at the end of it was like oh my gosh my hand i have not written that much in school and i was like did you study he was like well yeah but i didn't practice that and i was like yeah well yeah if you're really it, if you're to... doing yeah any of the upper levels for cicerone yeah. or bjcp the written exam is the same way like you need to be practicing writing just so that way you can yeah. write for two days straight yes. <laughs> it is it is a lot it's a lot yeah but, what else are you doing oh man i have been well you know i, I don't know i don't know i've been busy <laughs> super busy with the brewery but i've been getting up early which has been annoying but i've been getting up early trying to just get in at least like an hour, an hour and a half, because it's just better than nothing. Mm -hmm. I uh, take my, I was going to reach for them like I have my purse, but I don't. I bring my flashcards with me everywhere, my style mm -hmm. ones. So it's like eating lunch today, just like, oh, yeah, okay, I got that one. Right, um, yeah. Which is probably annoying to a lot of people, but that's okay. <laughs> it's it's for less than 42 days, so they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been drinking a lot less. 
which is yeah that's the other thing that <laughs> i i have not been drinking at all for the last couple of months like maybe like yeah. i met somebody for beers yesterday and i had two beers and was like okay that's like i'm done and for practicing my tasting i have found that to be helpful yeah because it's like everything it just seems a little bit louder and i mm -hmm. have a friend who is alcohol free and she's also an advanced cicerone and that was something that i had asked her about like hey when you do taste beer do you find that you're able like how does how has that affected your ability to evaluate beer and she was like it is extremely helpful and i would highly recommend that people consider taking a break like the 30 days yeah. before the exam because the other thing when you're doing that is you're sleeping better you oh, know yeah. like there's there's just all of those health benefits everything not drinking as much that's also going to help you when you're studying you're going to remember things better all of that but yeah then when I sit down it's like I don't I I don't like using terms like reset because we're always moving forward right yeah but it has been helpful for my palate to make it for me it makes it seem a little bit more objective yeah and it's not because I'm a human and so it's mm -hmm. going to be subjective but in my analysis I feel like I can pick up on a lot more things because I'm not you know I'm not drinking beer every day or most days yeah no that's been super helpful it's it's been a huge difference to uh just I don't know go to sleep earlier like you said mm -hmm. everything feels better not to sound like a huge alcoholic or anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that was that for me coming into it this time was another parameter that I was like okay I can control this mm -hmm. and this will have multiple benefits on studying and on retaining yeah information and another thing that you had mentioned rachel that i think is important to talk about too is just the concept of what makes like a good substantive study session because the first time i was taking it and even going into the second time i was very focused on i'm going to study for 40 hours a week or i'm studying for 30 hours a week and what i was finding was that I was getting more concerned with, okay, I have to read this book for the next two hours and then the two hours would be up and I would have no idea what I had read. Yeah. So learning again, how to be a more effective learner and how to retain information, like sitting down and reading for an hour is not effective. Like rereading is one of the least effective, if not the least effective methods for studying it's the active recall. It's the like what yeah. we're doing on this podcast, you know, taking a subject yeah. and explaining it to somebody. What we're not and, doing today. <laughs> right. But the time was the thing that 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 was actually what had started the conversation with Joe, where he was like, Yeah, I was the same way. But then when you learn how to learn more effectively, you don't need that time commitment. So for me, yeah, like the setting down and taking four beer styles every morning and writing a few commercial examples takes 30 minutes and that's not a big amount of time. And then I take maybe another 30 minutes, like I said, later in the day to write all of that stuff down again, like that is reinforcing all of that much better than like just reading the guidelines would. Yeah. So that it's not so much how much time you have, right. It's not the quantity it's the quality. And that's been really helpful 
for me, the other thing that I'll do when I, especially when I don't feel like studying is the Pomodoro technique. And that's where you set a timer for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break and then 25 minutes, five minute break. And then every, if you're doing it for four hours, yeah, taking like a 30 minute break at the end of that four hours. And that is super helpful for me because it's also helpful if you have like ADHD or, or anything like that. It's super helpful for me because I know it's only going to be 25 minutes mm-hmm. and that mo- motivates me more to get started. And then once I get started, I'm like, oh, that's right. This isn't that bad. And so when the 25 minutes is yeah. up, I'm like, okay, I like, I can take a five minute break, but I'm excited to come back to this mm-hmm. and review this a little bit more. And that's, that's been super helpful for me, particularly when I don't feel like studying. I'm like, okay, I can take an hour. I can, I can set my timer for 25 minutes. And usually then I'm like, okay, like I'm motivated. I can keep, I can. Keep yeah. My, uh, I don't feel like studying, studying is like, well, has been updating these commercial examples in my list, but I finished last night. So oh, no. <laughs> that's not true. I, I didn't totally finish. I finished like each style, but I um, ha- still have like the list, like my, my menu, my menu to work on. Right. I say. So I'm going to work on that next as I, but yeah, I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to need to find a, when I don't want to study, study thing. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, one thing I did too, that is kind of like that. It was one of those, I don't feel like studying, but I feel like I should do something thing yeah. is we've talked before where we've talked at length, I think about descriptors and, you know, like the descriptor spicy is, is yeah. not good, but what I've noticed on it, like on exams, especially is not wanting to write spicy, but then I'm like, okay, well, what spice or herb am I going to write? And like, you can only write time so many times, right? So one thing that I did was I just sat down and was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to write a list of herbs and spices. And, you know, I did that and it was ended up being like four columns of things. Oh, so I was yeah. like, okay, look at all of these descriptors that I can use instead of spicy, instead of herbal, and also it's not just bay leaf and thyme over and over again. And it's not basil because like, I know that basil is not really the herbal flavor I'm thinking of. And so I did it with that. And I did that with flowers as well. So I wouldn't be writing floral. It's like, okay, like roses, jasmine, carnation, yeah. whatever. And just, and That's you know, it's like, one of those just sitting in front of the TV, just like writing down like, okay, here's a bunch of different kinds of flowers. Here's a bunch of different kinds of citrus fruits. And that sort yeah. of thing ha- was really helpful. And it was the same kind of like passive study. Yes. But in my brain, I was like, okay, now I've got all of these. I've got this good list of herbs. So I'm not just writing the yeah. same thing or I don't feel like I'm writing the same thing. all. The and time. your brain's only really going to get like four hours of good study time in. Right. In a session, probably even maybe per day, really. So like right. you gotta you can't just cram, cram, cram everything for this test either. Like this is something that takes a long time because you can't that's just not the way brains work. Unless right. you have superhuman brain, which some people do. More power to you. I hate you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think for me that's been my biggest difference this time is 
not making it my entire life. Yeah. And instead, again, like 30 minutes for commercial examples, an hour for stats or style comparisons. And then, you know, like we're, we were getting ready to talk about attenuation and flocculation. So like, okay, here's, I can make these notes and just instead of feeling like I have to do everything all at once, just, okay, I can spend 30 minutes on the thing that's stressing me out the most right now. Mm -hmm. And then I've done it because as we've talked about also with, by the time you get to the master level, you're not going to go into the master exam and see or hear anything for the first time, right? You're going to be able to talk probably 70 to 75% off the cuff. Yeah. You need to talk about 85% though. (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. So that's where the studying yeah. comes in. Yeah. Is that where to pick up the rest of those points. But, you know, generally speaking, I'm not going to go into the exam and be like, what is a spear style? I've never once heard of it. Yeah. Or I have no idea what this piece of equipment is. I've never mm-hmm. heard of a lauder ton. Like, a, that's just not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. It's true. Practicing the essays have been good or not the essays, but just practicing writing essays about any topic that I can think of because yes. that's what the test is. Just essay. Oral. Right. right. And yeah. tasty. There's no, like you see your second level has an example test. It's a lot of fill in the blank. It's a lot of questions. This is not that. Oh man. <laughs> can you imagine like, what if we walked into master and it was just like, Make Multiple a chart and list every for every beer style list like ABV, IBU, SRM. Like I, I would, would just be like, yes. I would much rather that. I would much <laughs> rather that. Please do that. Give me a fucking blank sheet. Put the just put the styles on there. Now you don't have to put styles on there. I'll fucking just give me a blank piece of paper. Do it myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do it myself. Yeah, that's exactly oh, right. Can we just do that instead? Of this other like, <laughs> oh, that'd be so yeah, great. do that. We can bring in our practice essays that we've done. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the practice essays are helpful, and that's something I haven't done it as much this time. But that is something that I've done in the past. Of you know, like we're doing with this episode, not this yeah. episode, but like just sitting down and writing an essay about attenuation or about yeah. beer to guard or whatever. And it helps get in that brain space. The other thing that I'll say, and I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before too, but it's one of the, for me, one of the most lasting things that I learned in law school was the IRAC method because the bar exam is essentially the same way, right? Like mm-hmm. the first day is just eight hours straight of essays. Mm. So the IRAC method is issue, rule, analysis, conclusion. This is really helpful Mm. for me as well as somebody who in the past has not actually answered the question that was being asked. (laughs) So your issue statement is going to be basically the way I approach the issue statement is rewriting the question Mm -hmm. as an issue Mm -hmm. statement. Like the brewer wants to know how to improve or the brewer wants to know what parameters they can control for attenuation, you know, or something like that. Like just rewriting the question is the issue statement. And then your rule would be attenuation is this. And then the analysis, you know, this is, I don't know, this is how attenuation works. These are the parameters you can control. And then your conclusion. Mm -hmm. And that is following that is really helpful for making sure that you're answering the question that was asked. Yeah. 
and also that you're putting in those rules because that's something I know that we have talked about before where you kind of overlook like the basic definitions because it's like, yeah, yeah, you, you already know that I know that, but it's like, well, but if somebody's reading this essay, they don't know that, you know, what attenuation that one plus one thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's like beer has four main ingredients, you know, not that you're starting at quite that level, but yeah. (laughs) What could you imagine? Yeah. You just start every essay. Malt. (laughs) (laughs) Water is one of the four ingredients of beer. The other three ingredients of beer are, yeah, but kind of doing like that way, you're making sure that whatever your analysis is, which is really where the meat of your points are going to be, but you have laid out, okay, here are all of the rules that I'm following to make this analysis. Yes. And that's super, super helpful for setting up those essays and making sure that you're answering everything. And it's also good because it just helps you simplify. Yeah. Like what's the issue? Just rewrite the question. What are the rules that we're using? Write those rules that you've got on your flashcards, then do the analysis, which is where like that, a lot of that master level knowledge comes in. And then, you know, your conclusion is if you control your mash pH and your grist or, you know, or whatever it is, yeah. Then you will solve this attenuation problem. I like it. I'm hey. going to remember that. Listen, your girl is filled with tips and tricks for exam strategy. Good. Good. I also am going to write in lists this time more than last yes. time. Like, because let's just clarify when they ask, when they say essay, you don't have to write an essay. You could draw a goddamn picture if it gets pointed across. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You really can't. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to be like my topic sentence is. <laughs> Cite sometimes, my source. sometimes that makes the most sense. Sometimes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, there have been other times or like we were talking in our, our study group about m- drawing the chart for style comparison yeah. and doing that instead of like, here's a paragraph where I'm like, the Asarium of American Blonde blah, 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 period, complete sentence, you know, and just being like, here's, here's a grid. That here's was so, I did that to study and it was so helpful because I was going through the guideline while I was like, I was like taking notes using that graph basically. And then I was like, okay, we're going to do, a, we're going to talk about aroma, but there's malt, there's hops, there's ester. So I like wrote. I wrote it out like in a graph and I was just like, I like to memorize graphs. This is helpful. Now, if I right. just go back and remember to write these graphs, I I won't forget to talk about something. Right. Exactly. Because that's what happens. You forget. You just forget to like say something about the mouthfeel or something like that. Right. Like because you got so much going on in your head and you have handful of essays in front right, of you. I was going to say, yeah, that's not the only essay you <laughs> yeah. have to write. So it's like, okay, well, I'm writing about this one. I'm freaking out because I can't remember like what this part on a, like and a you read them all is called. to start. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't help. Right. So you think yes. about them all while you're writing about one. <laughs> right. But that, that is another, I'm glad that you said that because that was something that's another really good exam tactic that I think most people do. But in case you don't, when you get your exam, read through the entire exam and especially for master because then you know which essays you have but even for like advanced and certified i would still like look through each page and just kind of scan through it because then you're like okay now i know 
And now I can also divvy up my time Yep. and do like better time management. And I did that. I also do that where I will write like, okay, if we're starting at 9am and we're finishing at noon by 920, I need to be done with my first essay by 940. I need to be done with my next. And I, I generally break that time down evenly. Yeah. But if it's something like I know beer and food is going to take me a long time. So I will usually allot myself like an hour for that. And then luckily beer and food for master at least is usually paired on the same day that you're doing beer flavor and brewing process. And those are both really easy for me. So I'm like, okay, I can do an hour for these two beer and food essays and then everything else I can get finished in, you know, like this one's not going to take me very long to answer this one Mm -hmm. might, you know, just kind of shuffle the questions around. And that's another thing that I wish more people would think about is that, well, I guess it's not as easy now if you're doing Cicerone, all the other levels are online. So it's not impossible to do this, but for master, it's very possible of, okay, I don't know the answer to this one. So this one's going to wait. This one I can Mm -hmm. knock out really quickly. This one I want to answer first. Like you don't have to answer all of the questions in the order that they're given to you. Who cares? You're given pieces of paper. You put them in order at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, And the same is also true. I will say for certified Cicerone for the tasting exam. That's something that I also tell people is like, hey, you don't have to start with off flavors and then do style discrimination and then do quality assessment. It's your 45 minutes and it's your tasting exam. Start with whatever's going to worry you most, you know, end with whatever you think you can knock out really quickly. And that's, that's how I also structure the, my approach to the essays is read through everything first, think about it, you know, make notes, like you said, like there's sometimes that even with me doing like repeating stats all the time, when it's taken out of context and put in another context. So let's say I'm doing a style comparison. Uh, I did one this morning that was a style comparison between international amber lager, Irish red ale and Meritzen. And even with that, like, oh, damn, what is the IBU range of this? You know, like it doesn't yeah. like just roll off the same yeah. way it does when you're exactly. in the worksheet thing. Yeah. So then like looking at all the questions is helpful to just be like, like you just said, like, oh, I want to remember that I say this one thing. And so you can just write that down. And then I'll like, I'll go back and forth between my essays all the time on the exam. If I'm, you know, cause I'm, I'm writing one essay, but I'm thinking about the other essays and I'll be like, oh yeah, I want to remember to say that over here and just go make notes like that's. Oh, that, God, I those know that. three yeah. hours. I do that in my study. Your three hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's those good. are your three hours to you can write your essays however yeah. you want and you can start and stop and whatever. That's, so that's yeah, that's that my that like, life. Really that's just like how I handle everything. <laughs> right. Well, oh, and I like I remember oh. in law school when they. So like I said, the bar exam is very similar. The just your regular exams are very similar in that you have one exam a year and that is like 100% of your grade Mm -hmm. and you've got three hours to complete this exam and they would say the same thing, read through it, outline your answers and then get started. And I remember professors even saying like, there's always going to be people who are going to start typing as soon as the exam starts and they're not going to get a good grade because they're not reading through everything. They're just kind of reacting to the first thing they see. Nothing is really structured. 
And there were still people every time that the exam started that you would hear them immediately start typing. I was like, you were sitting right here when they said not to do that. And yet (laughs) here you are doing it. And also they were not the good students. And it's like, well, I guess maybe you figure out everybody already knows you're not a good student. So you just do that. But yeah, like taking time to read through the exam and think about it, you it, it, you do have to write fast and you do have to write a lot, but it is, you do have time to take five minutes mm-hmm. to read through the exam and think about how, what your strategy is going to be and which questions you're going to answer when. With like with the, the tasting, that was also something I was helping a friend practice her off flavors for the tasting exam. She was getting ready to take her certified. And I was like, okay, we're going to put 15 minutes on the clock she had all six off flavors rather than mm-hmm. the three plus the control. And I was like, you're, I'm going to leave the room and I will come back in 15 minutes. When you're finished, just sit there. Don't look at your phone. Don't get up. You're going to take the full 15 minutes so you can feel how much time 15 minutes actually is yeah, to complete this one section. And she like, that's what we did. And she was like, yeah, it took me like five minutes. And yeah. like, that's a really, that 10 minutes is a long time to sit there. But now I understand that I do have enough time to do, you know, to like read through it and make notes and think about things because 45 minutes is a long time, mm-hmm. you know, for a three, a three panel tasting exam. And I feel oh, like yeah. the master's kind of the same way of like, yeah, you can, you can take your time. You chances are you're not going to run out of time yeah well and especially that second level like honestly if you're still going at 40 minutes and you're still tasting things eh, i probably don't know it (laughs) so if you know it you get it pretty quickly the more you just sit there and dig into it the just worse it becomes like you just you start changing your mind you yeah, talk yourself out of right answers <laughs> yeah i like to write down my gut feeling with everything and then make sure analyze make you know typically your gut's right right but if you're still going back and forth with everything you don't have only but like two answers down 40 minutes in no you just don't know it right <laughs> <laughs> i've seen people take a long time to do it and i'm just like Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta, like, how much are you really fighting with yourself here? With the oral portion of the master, I tell myself every, this, every time, don't just start talking and don't start babbling, but every time as I I get in there. The worst at it. I'm like, I've never (laughs) talked to people before. How are you? (laughs) I'm going to talk to you like I am some sort of machine and don't know what I'm saying. And I am just going to go and go and go. And you're going to look at me and I'm going to feel weird because you're just looking at me, not saying anything. But how could you say anything? I'm just talking and talking and talking. Like (laughs) That is exactly what it's like. And yeah. And then I'll be like, hold, hold on. And it's, as somebody who has done the oral exams, I've been on the other side of that where I'm just trying to write down what you're saying. So I'm like, yes, this is good information, but I need you to just shut the fuck up for a second so I can ask you the actual question. Like we're getting That's off the so, rails. It's so awkward sometimes. You're just like, well, if I don't continue to talk for this whole 10 minutes, I will fail. You will think I'm an idiot. That's what it feels like. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Unless you're also me and then you're asked like, well, you've got two minutes left. Do you have anything else you want to say? And I'm you're like, like uh... I just go sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. No. Can you please release me for this misery you call the test? <laughs> right. Damn. Hope this is. This makes you right. feel bad about yourself. That's all we're doing here. <laughs> that's how you feel. You can like pass, but you still feel like that during the day. It doesn't matter. Right. You're just like, oh, my life. It's all boiled down to this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the other thing they should do for the master and probably also for advanced um, with, I don't see it as much with the advanced, but with master, when you have like your lunch break in the middle of the day, yeah. everybody wants to talk I hate about that time. yeah what they, what they got right, what they got wrong oh, I know. about this. But you can't. And yeah. And I feel like my preference would be you have like sections, like how, you know, restaurants used to be like smoking and non-smoking. Yeah. And, <laughs> It's like, if you want to talk about your exam, you go sit at this table. If you want to sit quietly and not talk to anybody, you go sit over here. If you want to just talk about nonsense, this is your table. So it's like you get like three or four tables to choose from. And it's like, if you're at the table who wants to talk about everything that you just, that just happened to you, that's (laughs) fine. You go sit outside where nobody else has to hear you. And like, I just want to sit here in silence I don't want to make small talk or like we're going to have like the no, silly table it, yeah. where I'm like, do you want to know what I learned about gazelles this week? <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, I do. And, you know, and then you just have like the silly conversations and that's, those are, those are the groups you have to pick one. Yeah. And if you're at the nonsense table and you start wanting to talk about how you did on your exam, you have to go outside. You have to yeah, sit with those It could be so easy to get in your head too. It's like, you should just take a break. Yeah, because you got to go back in there for another day and a half because right. that's the first lunch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. But thank yes. you, everyone. If you're still listening, um, I feel like there's probably a small contingent of people who are like, "Yes, this this is helpful to hear." This other people, hey, <laughs> we're fine to be the background noise while you're stuck in traffic. Yeah. And you're, you just want voices to hear. <laughs> That's cool too. We get it. We we have multiple roles in multiple people's lives. So thank you for listening. Next time we'll talk about flocculation and attenuation. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, as you can tell, our brains are very Swiss cheese right now with Master Cicerone. So we will be taking the month of September off from new episodes. And we will be back in October after we take the Master again for the last final time time. and we will have some new content then so hopefully you have not been on the edge of your seat wanting to learn about attenuation and flocculation if you have been (laughs) and we will talk about this when we record this episode our good friend shana hello shana wrote an exquisite blog post on topprop.co about attenuation and it is so good. It's got this wonderful dinner plate metaphor. That it's I, my favorite. Right. I have not stopped it's thinking my favorite. about it. It's so good. <laughs> it's and my I, favorite. Yes. Love it. it's so I'm going to draw that on my test. Right. <laughs> Shana, you do excellent work and we appreciate you. Yeah. 
So you can go read through that or you can wait until we record an episode on it because they feel like we'll probably just read oh. Shana's blog post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely be explaining the dinner metaphor because it's yes. really good. It's amazing. So thank you everyone for your support. If you are thinking about us around the second or third of October, just send some good vibes into the yeah. atmosphere for Please us. Do. Awesome. And if you don't, we'll know. <laughs> This has been False Bottom Girls, and we make the Bruin world go round.